Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on the We Thrive podcast, where we share stories from entrepreneurs around the world about how they're creating an impactful legacy. I'm your host, Casey Clark, and I'm also the founder and chief growth officer of C. Clark Consulting. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Jenny Worthington, who is the owner and animal Reiki practitioner with Hello Animal Reiki. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank Thank you for having me. It's very exciting. Yes, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Well, I am um, a native native Baltimorean and and I have always had this huge love of animals and even though we grew up in the in the city my parents were very accepting of us having all kinds of animals so I grew up with pigs and rabbits and mice and dogs and birds and um yeah and then when I was nine my parents as a Christmas present to all of us took us on a one month long safari to East Africa Wow. Because my dad and mom had this um, feeling that all the wildlife there was not going to last through our lifetimes. So they wanted us to see it in its really natural wild beauty before that was gone. And that was a life-changing trip for me. I mean, I had always wanted to be Jane Goodall. So I already had that African connection, but then going there and being in that environment where East Africa, particularly now I've been to South Africa, I know that's different. So I've never, I haven't been to any of the other parts of Africa, so I don't know how it compares, but East Africa is just teeming with wildlife. It's the kind of um, geography that you, everywhere you look, there's an animal. So you're in the midst of giant zebra herds, wildebeest herds, the giraffes are walking with the zebras and the rhinos are walking with the giraffes and the lions are under the trees. And you know, if you're lucky, you can find a leopard hiding in a tree or in the tall grass or in a bush or something, but it's really incredible. And at the time we went, it was very quiet. Like now I think it's just droves of vehicles that all find an animal, they all gather around. But back when we went, it was just, we rarely saw another vehicle. So it was just an amazing time to go there. And so that really cemented my idea of going back and being Jane Goodall. And of course, along the way, I got diverted onto a different track. But it's kind of cool how it happened because I ended up taking a vocational test to help me figure out what I wanted to do because I, at some point, I realized that I didn't have the self-discipline to go sit in a field and count like the number of times a giraffe turned its head, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so um, my parents gave me the gift of a vocational test and that shot me into the nursing realm which is all the, you know, and now it's come back around to the healing, you know, it's all sort of worked in together because Reiki is an energetic form of healing. Mm -hmm. And it was a way for me to um, reintroduce my animal love. Now we live on a farm, so I've sort of created my own Africa. (laughs) (laughs) 
And everywhere you look, there's an animal, like in the house there, everywhere you look, there's a cat or a dog. And then when you're outside, it's donkeys and horses and sheep. And, you know, so I've sort of recreated my own, my own ideal place here oh. in Maryland. But um, my love of animals has never wavered. And I am still very drawn to Africa. And um, just my interest is really in raising awareness of um, animal welfare around the world. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm, I have my Hello Animal Reiki business where um, I can do energy healing with domestic animals mostly, but I mean, it works with anything, people, any kind of animal. Um, but my real love is wild animals. And so as I'm working with my um, mostly, well, it's all domesticated animals right now, um, in my Reiki business, I'm also, star I've started a um, YouTube series called Hello Animal Talks, where I am interviewing people from around the world who are working for animal welfare. So that's mostly dealing with wild animals. Um, so I'm getting both sides of the coin, which is really amazing. And um, yeah, it's just sort of this new adventure that I've started. That's awesome. I love that. So you said you went on that trip when you were nine? Nine. Wow. And that just kind of sparked it. It's amazing, like you said, to kind of see how everything comes full circle and just how our journey unfolds. If that's what I, I love about um, when I hear other people's stories about how they got to where they are. It's just the most amazing, um, sometimes really circuitous routes that get them to where they're going. Yeah, You know, it's never a direct shot or very rarely. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so incredible. I love the diversity of people's journeys. Yeah. Yeah. That's and actually one of the reasons why I started this. I love hearing people's stories. So. Yeah. It's such a great thing that you're doing. I love that whole idea. Well, thank you. So speaking of the podcast, as you know, the name is We Thrive. So what does that word thrive mean to you? Well, gosh, I mean, I really feel like thriving is living in your own abundance, mm -hmm. knowing that everything you need is going to come to you when you need it, and that you're going to never have a lack of um, resources that keep you from moving forward in what you want to do. And, you know, for me particularly, and I think it's different for everybody, everybody's idea is of um, thriving, I think, has a different twist. Yeah. But it's highly associated with me, for me, with, um, with happiness mm -hmm. and um, loving what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. And, and having uh, a real comfort and peace with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the peace part is so important. Like we have to be really content, you know, and not trying to fulfill someone else's dream for us, so to speak. I agree with that totally. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what obstacles have you faced when you've been trying to achieve that peace and thrive either personally or professionally? Well, I think um, self-confidence has been a real issue for me in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been recently, and it's with the help of mentorship that I really pushed myself to be seen mm-hmm. and heard. And um, man, that's a great feeling when it happens. <laughs> yeah. And look, now you have a video series. That's awesome. It's incredible. I would never have thought. I mean, I just would never have thought. And there is a... Um, there's a piece to it where you do have to get over yourself and just not worry about what you look like, what you sound like, how other people are going to interpret you. And there's just a real freedom to um, let go of that and get your word out because really that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the ability to connect. That's one of the things that's been so fun for me. I feel like, um, it's so much easier than I thought. If you reach out to somebody and ask them to participate in something with you, people will say yes. They do. <laughs> and it is so mind-blowing. Yeah. And, and if it's somebody that you really admire or somebody that whose work you think is just incredible, mm-hmm. the fact that they take time to come and talk to you is really it just blows my mind and I feel like oh my god I'm mixing with celebrities and but you know they're 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 celebrities in their area but they're not like worldwide celebrities that you'd see on tv but it's just kind of heroic people to me and um it's really amazing and all you have to do is ask yeah I mean the worst that they can say is no right yeah, and there's plenty of that. I mean, there are plenty of no responses. <laughs> yeah, and then, then there and there are plenty of no's, you know. Um, people are too busy or mm-hmm. um, you know, they feel like you don't have a big enough reach. And but it's that it's that catch twenty-two where when you go to look for a job and they say that they want experience, but you can't get experience till you get the job. Yep. (laughs) It's that same thing, you know, so you get the few people who will say yes. And I'm just counting on it building from there. The more people, I just feel it's kind of that thing where um, you have like, uh, I think it's Raiders of the Lost Ark, where you have to step off the cliff and know that something's going to be there to catch you before you fall to the ground. Yeah. But it's so much faith that's involved in doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really a journey. And I tell you, one of the big things for me has been having some mentors who have been there, done that, who can say, you can do it, go ahead and do it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of those resources outside of mentors, have you had anything else that has been like really monumental in helping you move forward? Um, let's see. Well, I do have a very strong family. I know that helps me a lot. So I have a very strong support system. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like it's 
things pop up as I need them. Yeah. And I'll tell you a story that this is how this whole thing started for me, actually, like getting my Reiki business started was I had been doing some traveling to special places that I just really wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. And before COVID hit, um, it was, I guess, sometime last year, I kept saying, people said, you know, where are you going next? And I kept saying, I'm going to go to Sedona. I don't know where, Sedona, Arizona. I don't know when, I don't know where. I'm just waiting for it to show up. And one day in my email, there the subject of one of the email lines was, Jenny, have you manifested this trip to Sedona? And I thought, <laughs> oh my God, yes, I have. <laughs> oh, wow. So I signed up and I went. It was a weekend retreat with this amazing person, Ariella Indigo. And I spent a weekend retreat with her. I ended up signing up for her private mentorship. And she's the one that got me going. That's awesome. But that's, those are the kind of things that happen. And they seem to happen all the time where just, you know, you think of something that you want or something that you need and um, you start moving toward it and then it pops up for you. Yeah. I actually just had the conversation yesterday with a client and we were talking about having fresh flowers and she said, you know, I love having fresh flowers. And I, she's like, I was sitting there and I was thinking I would really love to have some. And she said, literally the next day, some showed up on her front doorstep with a happy birthday balloon, but the card was missing. So she couldn't deliver it to whoever it was intended for. So she ended up with flowers for herself. And she's like, I literally like manifested that. But it's amazing how that those things happen. It, it is. And it, it happens all the time. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to ask, what was your favorite part of Sedona? Because as you know, Stacy and I just went there in October. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. Yeah. Well, I have to say the, those red rocks are incredible. Yes, they are. Yeah. I think that was my favorite. Yeah. Um, you know, I was in class all day long, every day. But the other thing was, um, man, those stars are amazing. They're mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. The sky is so beautiful at night. I mean, everything about that place is just, it was gorgeous. I, I'm excited to go back. Yeah, it's, it's, and did you go to any of the vortexes, any of the energy spots? We did. Um, we hiked Bell Rock and um, did that vortex. So yeah, we went all the way up to the top. Um, you'll have to ask Stacy to share some pictures of her that I got of her on the top. It was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited it, to go back. Yeah, it's an amazing place. It is. It's it one really of the important places um, for energy. Yeah. yeah. It is. So when you went out there and had this mentor, was that when you started your whole business or had you already like kind of started thinking about it prior to that? Well, I had started thinking, I was trying to figure out, my kids had grown, so I didn't need to be home. You know, I had been a stay-at-home mom for 26 years mm -hmm. and, um, I didn't want to go back to nursing because it was too scary to do the refresher course <laughs> where I'd have to go back and do clinical and run around the floors, which, you know, I was in the operating room with the job that I really loved. And 
the thought of running around on the floors just was too daunting. So um, I thought it was the perfect time to incorporate my love of animals and get back to that. But I also knew I couldn't like move to Africa and leave my husband. <laughs> That might not be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a good idea, especially having to leave him taking care of all the animals I have here. So um, I knew that wouldn't work. So I, I was trying to figure out how I could move forward. Mm -hmm. And I knew I had a more global interest with all the wild animals and helping people, human populations and animal populations come together in peaceful coexistence. Mm -hmm. That's sort of my big, big thing that I want to be involved with. Yeah. And um, that's, you know, too big to start. <laughs> I mean, for me, it seemed way too daunting. Now, some people, you know, could run with that probably, but I need to have chance to sort of work my way in. And I thought I love energy work. Mm -hmm. I love healing. And I love animals. And so it was sort of the perfect way to incorporate everything. And I had not um, gotten that started before I went to Sedona. Sedona was my uh, trigger. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So you're using that resource as, you know, having your mentor. And, um, you know, it sounds like you've really immersed yourself in the animal world. And now you're branching out doing the video series, which I, I can't wait to watch. How is that helping you kind of create a legacy for yourself? And what exactly does that word mean to you? Well, I, I believe that legacy is what you leave behind that's, that uh, makes the world better. Mm -hmm. Or um, it's sort of the mark you leave on the world that, that continues in perpetuity. Yeah. And um, uh, so did you ask me what my what I wanted my legacy to be? Yeah. So what does that word mean and how are you using everything you're doing now to help you create that legacy for you? Yeah. Well, I think we're in such an interesting time right now that is like this is the perfect time for us to start to get ourselves together and figure out how we're going to move forward in a way that is going to keep the world going. Yeah. Because the way we're using up resources and the way we're treating the animals, it's not sustainable for, and, and if we don't sustain that, we can't live. So just for our own survival, um, let alone just humanity being humane, mm -hmm. um, we've got to figure out what to do. And now that we're in this COVID situation where everybody's sort of uh, moving at a slower pace, a lot of times you're not even out in the world. Um, it's, it's allowing the natural world to sort of restore itself. I mean, we're seeing it everywhere, the Venetian can canals and um, you know, uh, places where there's a lot of wildlife, the roadways are filled with animals. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just pretty incredible. So it's doable if we do it now, but I worry that if we wait too long, it won't be reversible. Right. Um, and so this is the perfect time, I feel like, to leave a legacy where um, we're learning how to live with each other. Mm -hmm. 
where we don't have to go destroy environments to have our houses, um, where we don't have to um, separate ourselves from nature and the animals. Yes. We've got to figure out we're super smart. We've done, we've, you know, made all these incredible things that um, some are good and some are really destructive. If we put all the brain power to work on figuring out how to create a peaceful coexistence with everybody, including the animals. Um, well, I can't think of a better legacy than that. And I would love to be part of that movement of figuring out a solution. And there, there are people that are doing it. One of the guys I interviewed, um, Simon Jones from Helping Rhinos, they have an incredible setup for getting the community African. He's in South. Uh, he helps mostly rhino organizations in, in Africa. So he was telling me about how they have programs to incorporate the local community to make it worthwhile for them to save their wild populations mm -hmm. and um, benefit at the same time with their own businesses. So it can be done. And they're working really hard to do that. And that's the kind of work that I think is crucial yeah. if we're going to move forward. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm going to give you a plug. Make sure that our listeners go and watch your YouTube series. So um, yeah, that sounds incredible. And I love the fact, I feel like you know, when people think of legacy, it's so easy to think of just humans, you know, but the fact that you're integrating, you know, humans with animals, I love that. Yeah, I think it's, it's, we've got to do it. We've got to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So what are some nuggets that you have for someone who might be like hesitant in starting, you know, a business or just a nugget that you have for anyone who might already be in business? Well, I think the first thing is the hardest thing, and that's just getting started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just deciding one day that you're just going to take some steps forward. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hugely, hugely helpful to find a mentor, mm -hmm. to find somebody who's maybe in the business you're interested in or somebody who um, has their own business that they've started themselves and ask them to help you, you know, if they would be interested in sort of um, helping you along with um, ideas of, of uh, what to do, steps to take to get started, mm -hmm. um, accountability, somebody who's checking in on you that was a huge thing for me. Like I need somebody kicking me in the butt to get my, you know, myself going. Yeah. Um, and somebody to support you when you're having days that you just feel like, you know, is it worth it? Is anything going to happen? Um, and you, you have to have faith. I don't know. I kind of feel like almost like for me, I had to reach a point where, it was more important for me to get going than, than uh, my own comfort. 
it was making me uncomfortable almost not getting going because I felt like, oh, this is the time I've got to, I'm not going to be here forever. I got to get myself going. And I think once you kind of um, look at it from the point of view of not doing it for yourself, but for doing it for somebody else, if I don't share this information with somebody else, they're not going to know. And that'll be a bummer for them not to have the opportunity to help because I haven't told them that there's a situation they can help with. Yeah. So it's, that's, and that's something also I've learned from my mentors is do it from a point of giving. Mm -hmm. So don't think about yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Think about who else you can give this benefit to. Yeah, absolutely. When it's bigger than you, to me, at least it's so motivating because you're like, like other people are dependent upon me in a sense, you know? Right, right. And, and also I think a lot of people get stuck in, and I know, so I certainly have thought this, there's so many other people doing this, you know, like there are so many other animal Reiki practitioners or other people doing YouTube. Like, what do I have to offer that nobody else does? But if you think about it, you think about your time in school, there were certain teachers you can't, couldn't stand that other people loved. So you need that diversity so people can find, you you might resonate with a ton of people that don't resonate with, you know, other, other teachers that are doing the same thing you're doing. Right. And so you're a gift, you know, that's come along for them because they understand you better than maybe they understand somebody else giving the same message. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, and that also helps take you out of the picture so that you're not so self-conscious about what you're doing. If you're thinking about it as a gift to somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that's really helped me a lot. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you just have to remove yourself, just take the step, get started and go for it. It is true. I mean, and that's kind of, it's so simple that you think it has to be harder, but it's, it's, it doesn't. And, and that in itself makes it hard (laughs) because you talk yourself out of it. Yeah. I uh, was reading a book this morning and one of the quotes was, uh, your biz- your biggest obstacles are the lies you tell yourself. And I mean, I think we hold ourselves back so much from, you know, what we're capable of doing. I totally agree because we, um, we project forward mm-hmm. and we guess what's going to happen. And we really have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It goes back to having that faith and just having the faith. Yes. Yeah. That step will appear when you jump off the, you know, when you step off the cliff, the next step will appear. Yeah, absolutely. So you've shared a ton of great nuggets with us. Is there anything else that came to mind that you haven't shared and you'd like to? Um, I think In the, the bottom line is forward movement. You know, my mom used to say, if I was depressed, she would say, get up and get moving. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're doing, just do something. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
applies with this as well, because there are so many little steps you can do just to get yourself feeling like um, what you have to offer is worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And it's definitely, we, we need each other. We all need that connection. And, you know, you could be the greatest gift to somebody when you step out and make yourself seen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, piggybacking off of what you were saying earlier, I mean, not just to humans, you know, to, to animals as well. And, you know, it's just, it's a whole different, um, dynamic and level. And I love that. And I've never heard of anyone doing animal Reiki. So I was really excited to talk to you. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm very fascinated um, by what you do. And I think that it's a a really nice niche that you have. So. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I mean, I think um, if everybody takes a little bit of time to to realize we're sharing this planet with other intelligent, worthwhile, wonderful beings, then, you know, we can make this world a better place. Yeah, absolutely. So where can our listeners find you um, to hear your message and to hear your uh, YouTube series? Well, my animal Reiki is... um, helloanimalreiki.com mm-hmm. and my youtube series is hello animal talks okay. with an s on the end so pretty easy to find and also you know if you just go to my website there's a link to get to the videos as well okay. and um and there's some other videos there i did a retreat in april where i had uh, um uh four or five people that spoke with me that were really amazing. So um, yeah, there's, there's some resources there and you can get a hold of me there and, um, and I can do distance Reiki. So the animal doesn't have to be right in front of me um, because we're all energy. And so I just send the energy and yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It is. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. And I look forward to, watching your journey and seeing you continue making such a huge impact in the world. Thank you so much, Casey. And I hope to meet you sometime because we're like in the same area, I think. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we're not far away at all. Yeah, definitely. And I'd also like to thank our music sponsor who created the music for our podcast. So thank you again, Jenny, and we will definitely talk soon. Thanks, Casey. You're welcome.